Mindfudgers, and welcome to episode 64 of the Mindfudge Comedy Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Corbett, and with me... Andy! And we're also joined George! by... George! What? <laughs> what? 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 No. <laughs> or uh, how's that song that you love so much? Old Town Country Road, something, something, Billy Ray Cyrus Ho. I mean, that's better than the actual song. Boots and boobs, right? Yeah, like, nailed it, dude. <laughs> yep. Hey, man, I only heard 30 seconds of it. Give me a break. That was pretty good. That's pretty that good. was the entirety of the 30 seconds you heard. <laughs> All right. Word good. for word. Awesome. Even the... Boop, boo-boo. He even said that. Boop, boo-boo. Yeah. All I right. Like, I like it. Good. I like it better than the original. Should we drop a beat on that for the, the bloopers reel, yeah. yeah. That shit's already up on Spotify. Awesome. How you guys doing? Good. How are you, sir? Doing pretty good. It's been a busy week, but a good one. Yeah. So, what about you, Andy? How you doing? I can't complain. No one will listen. It's true. Well, you should be used to that. I am. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this week's theme is bad words, and this one was chosen by George. Uh, why'd you pick bad words, George? So I was told recently... That I curse a lot? What? Yeah. Who the fuck said that? And I have no fucking idea what the fuck they were talking about. Me neither. So, I don't know. <laughs> Stupid motherfucker. <laughs> so that, yeah. that was it? You just... Yeah, and so it was on my mind, and I was like, you know what? Bad words. Okay. Well, there's more to bad words than just cussing, right? Is there, though? We'll find out. We're going to act as if there is. Let's go to Mind Melters. Here are some terrible questions based on this week's theme. This is Mind Melters. Andy, what makes a word bad? Uh, a bad word is a word that we have arbitrarily decided means something that you can't say in school. Or that you can say in school, you just can't say it using that word because it's considered rude. George, what makes a word bad? A word or phrase that makes certain prude people uncomfortable. Which certain prude people? Wasps. <laughs> I didn't even know that transsexual was a bad word until today. Thank you, George. <laughs> yeah, I mean, society determines what words are bad and which ones aren't. Sure. I mean, it's kind of like that George Carlin joke, uh, the seven bad words you can't say on TV or whatever. Except they've kind of changed. Yeah. You can say shit on TV all you want now. That's right. Can't say pussy on TV, though. Pretty sure you can if you're talking about a cat. Really? And you can use it leaning into it. Yeah. yeah, they've changed the rules a lot on TV. Like they've really opened it up. South Park, especially, <laughs> has had a major influence on certain words getting put into the cultural zeitgeist. They definitely changed the Chappelle perspective. Show. Yeah, Chappelle showed a lot for it too. Skeet, 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 and suddenly that's not on the radio. <laughs> Andy, what is your favorite bad word? Skeet, skeet, skeet. <laughs> is skeet a bad word? It's a game you play at the. It carnival. means jizz. No, it's. Skeet ski ball. Ski ball. Skeet is actually it's the sound your penis makes. <laughs> wow, your penis makes that noise. You should probably get that checked. Yeah, yeah you need a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> There's gonna be a stethoscope involved, and I. <laughs> Isn't it a rap song? In a rap song? It's in the yeah. last oh, rap song. Oh, skeet, 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 skeet. Yeah, right. They, yeah. They talk about it a lot. Little remember. John, get low. Get low. I don't think that's Little John though. He's in there. Bitch, it's Lil John, and the East Side. There's like six people in that Yin Yang Twins. Yin Yang Twins is who did it. There you go. And the East Side Boys? No, it's just the Yin Yang Twins. What about you, George? What's your favorite bad word? Uh, probably fuck or motherfucker. Oh, do you guys mean the one that you use the most, or your favorite? 
Your favorite. Wow. If it's if it's not that, then cunt. Who doesn't like saying the word cunt? Whoa, George. Dial that shit right back. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the British use it all the time. As a staunch feminist. (laughs) We can't even discuss that word, all right? We can't say the word cunt? Okay, I'm all right with it now. It's funnier when my mom says it. I'm sure it is. <laughs> I would laugh. <laughs> I mean, pretty much like, any curse word she, she says like is funny. The most angry woman I've ever seen directed at me, and I would still laugh at it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You haven't met my mother yet, have you, Andy? No. no. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I can't wait for your mom to be dead. <laughs> She's like, oh, you fucking cunt. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> I'm going to be like, skeet, skeet, skeet. And your mom's going to be like, He's going to get it printed on a shirt. And... <laughs> In preparation for the day. <laughs> this is your wedding attire. All right. It's good to know. Catherine would be severely disappointed. I like the word shit. I've always liked the word shit. Oh, shit. But it's not really a bad word anymore, is it? It still falls under that header, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you I won't let my nine-year-old say it, but I also won't let him say boobies. Yeah, so. you don't let him say boobs. I mean, I say bullshit, shit. 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 It just feels so good to say it. Like the, the enunciation. I yeah. just, I like, I use fuck the most because it can be an empty space. Yeah, that's true. Fuckity fuck, fuck, fuck. Yeah, but shit. Shit is always assigned. Mm-hmm. Shit's assigned to shit. Fuck can be assigned to nothing. It's really quite versatile. It, it is probably one of the most versatile words in the English language. Yeah. We got to drop that South Park song where... Uh, Shut your fucking face, uncle fucker. Or uh, fuck is the worst word you can say. Blame Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Question number three. Andy, what is your favorite insult? Cockbite. What? Cockbite. Oh no, asshat! Asshat is definitely the best. I mean, we're just saying thing to call someone, right? Yeah, what's your favorite thing to call someone? Uh, asshat, cockbite, backbirth, something like that. Wow. Illiterate couch fuck. Uh, I've been using that one since like tenth grade. Mm-hmm. Uh, fuckface, or uh, I don't know, something along those lines. I can't think of a better one at the moment. I like to call people trash bags or toolboxes. Trash bags. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a that's an insult, not a bad word, but it's an it's well, a good ins- favorite insult. That it's a good question. insult, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of good ones. Yeah. Let's move on. It's time for casseroles. How many casseroles we got on this ship, anyhow? Yo! I knew it. I'm surrounded by casseroles. Andy, who's your casserole for the week? Oh, my casserole is my diet. Still. Uh, well, no. Last time it was night terrors. This time it's my diet. Last time I was all excited about my he diet. He went on the diet because of the night terrors. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, little known fact, when you cut out carbs like cold turkey... You get angry. Oh, you get angry and you get, like, sick. Yeah. Like it's I spent it's about, called the keto flu. Yeah. Yeah. That is exactly the phrase I was going to use. I spent, like, 24 hours on the toilet. Yeah, it sucks. I was at work. See, when I, when I went on keto last time, I didn't really get sick, but I got, like, super emotional and, like, did you wildly cry? out of control of my emotions like i, I got like sad i got were you angry. were you crying about not having pizza sometimes like, I I sitting on the toilet pizza. taking shits <laughs> i'm crying about pizza yes my problem's been burritos i haven't had a burrito in like four weeks so how long have you been on this diet now like four weeks four just four weeks. weeks 
I think, uh, yeah, it's it's actually less than that. But giving up tortillas was really hard. Giving up fucking... I mean, how the hell am I supposed to order from Chipotle? What are they going to put it in? A, a bowl? bowl? <laughs> That's what I always get. What, like some sort of homeless person? I get a burrito bowl, no rice, black beans, extra lettuce. That's what homeless people use to shit in, George. <laughs> And they do that because they can wash it out then and use it as a hat. That's why they're called ass hats. Or they can make it into a little boat. <laughs> a boat. <laughs> Rain's I'm, gonna, I'm going somewhere with this one. <laughs> yeah, then they got something to do. I guess so. <laughs> the homeless people are naturally resourceful, George. I, That's why they can survive without a home. Could you survive without a home? I don't think so. That's why you need tortillas. That's why I have a job. Tortillas. Tortillas are great. I haven't had one in a while. I couldn't tell you. What's your casserole, George? Uh, my casserole uh, is Center Point. Center Point Energy and Gas. Because fuck them. They are the worst fucking company on the planet. They're pretty awful. Like, I agree right next to Walmart, they're terrible. What are they doing to you? Uh, so, I'm, I was signed up for AutoPay. Mm-hmm. And uh, they recently changed their terms and conditions on the auto pay. And when they do that, you usually have to acknowledge that you've read the new terms and conditions. Right. Problem is, I didn't read the email or acknowledge the email. So I defaulted on my auto pay. And I was behind two weeks on a $30 bill. So they shut off my gas mm-hmm. real quick. <laughs> <laughs> And I called, and I was like, well, wasn't I on autopay? And then they explained the whole shebang. Like, well, we mailed you a, like a, a letter. No letter ever I've showed. i too busy filming sex scenes. What is wrong <laughs> with you people? I need to shoot people fucking. <laughs> uh, no, I, I never got a pass due bill. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty lame. I was severely upset. They were quick to shut off my gas, but they cut off my gas right before a three-day weekend. So they were unavailable to come help me. No one could show up to the house till Tuesday. And then when uh, they were scheduled to come to my house, uh, the person emailed me, said, hey, I'm outside your house. Okay. I go to open the door. No one's fucking there. No one ever shows up to come do the uh, to turn my gas back on. Where were they? No one showed up. They just drove past my house. So they, ha- they got the GPS indication that they arrived, mm-hmm. but they didn't stay. That's really shitty. And then, so I called and complained about it, and they wanted to charge me uh, fifty more dollars for for them to come back the next day, and I was just up in arms complaining about it. That's bullshit. And then uh, I learned how to turn on my gas <laughs> by myself. But sure enough, they finally got the gas to get turned on legally, and no problem. I don't have gas at my house, but uh, I had the same issue with my electricity one time where the payment didn't get hit my account like it was supposed to. Uh, it got turned off, but luckily with the electricity, they can just flip a switch on site yeah. and turn it back on. But that really sucks about the gas, man. Yeah, so we uh, for like about a week, we were taking cold showers here at the house. That was fun. That sounds like it. <laughs> it's weird because I haven't gotten anything like that from them. About what? Like any updates like that. Really? Yeah. Use them for, I mean, use them for your gas service, of course. Yeah, that's all I use them for is gas. They don't sell electricity and use them. Oh, they don't? They own the lines. I They can't legally sell it. Uh, as far as I know. Okay. As part of the deregulation thing that fucked the industry. So anyway, center point. Yeah. Fucking sucks. All right. 
Uh, my casserole, since we haven't really been recording on a regular basis, this is a casserole from about a month ago, but it's still fresh in my mind. Uh, the roads in Houston tend Are, to flood really bad. Uh-huh. So about a month ago, uh, I got off work my normal time, 530, started driving home. It was raining a little bit, but it wasn't that bad. And uh, I got to about Sugarland, which is about 15 minutes away from my house, and traffic stopped completely. Started raining really, really hard. Traffic was moving at a snail's pace. Then it kept raining. It it took me 45 minutes to get from my job to there, and then two and a half hours to get from there to the entrance to my neighborhood, which was completely underwater. Uh, so I went to the other entrance to my neighborhood, which is also completely underwater. So then I had to park in the na- neighborhood, which is right next to mine, and then wade through waist-high water all the way to my house. Awesome. It was about a three-mile walk through waist-high water. <laughs> You were very lucky not to have some sort of horrible disease. It was bad. Uh, It was just raining the whole time. Lightning, thunderstorms going on all over the place. Like, there was floating anthills, like, in the water. This is just all, like, Harvey memories for me, is what it sounds like. But it was also pitch black outside, (laughs) which didn't help things. And I had an upgrade. I had to go home and work. So, like, I was trying really hard to get home so I could do my job so I didn't get fired. And I'm I'm fighting through all this crap. I get home, go inside. I'm calling my guys. I'm like an hour late. I'm just like, I'm sorry. You know, I'll get to it as quick as I can. Hopped in the shower and rinsed off all the filth. Got out, worked until like 2 a.m., went to bed. 6 a.m., Erica wakes me up and she's like, hey, what neighborhood did you park in? I told her. And she's like, hey, they just posted on the Nextdoor app. They're towing cars out of there. And I'm like, what the fuck? And she goes, yeah, they apparently a lot of people parked there and they have tow trucks out there getting cars now. So I had to get dressed go back out and wade through all the fucking water again to get back to my car. And then I couldn't bring it home because everything's still flooded. So, so what did you do with it? I went up to the town center and just kind of messed up. Actually, I went shoe shopping because <laughs> my shoes got ruined wading through the water twice. And I only had like one pair of shoes that was in any kind of good condition. Um, so I went to like four different places looking for shoes. Nobody carries a size 13 wide. I don't know why, but it's like such an obscure size. Because no one has giant fucking feet. I, I guess wear, not. I wear a size 13. Wide? Uh, no, they're just regular size 13. It's I the us- wide part. I usually wear Skechers. I mean, I tried some 13s on, but they were way too tight. Yeah. The 14s are like way too long. Make me feel like I'm wearing clown shoes. So I couldn't find shoes. And this was right before Comic Palooza, which, you know, we attended as, as press and did some coverage for. Uh, so I was going to have to spend a three-day weekend walking all over a massive convention center with no shoes. <laughs> <laughs> the water finally goes down enough that I can get my car into my neighborhood, but not into my subdivision. So I make it into my neighborhood and parked in the front, walked back through the water to get home. I'm digging around in my closet. And I find an old pair of shoes that I haven't worn in a long time because they're misshapen. Mm. And they have like a ball like inside of there that rubs on my foot the wrong way. Why is there a ball in your shoe? It's just a, a manufacturing error. Like I bought them not knowing that was there. Never got around to returning them. I have this pair of shoes that are horribly uncomfortable to wear, but that's literally the only pair of shoes I have because my old ones are falling apart from the water. Like they were memory foam and the water just wrecked them. Yeah. So all I have to wear for the con are these shoes that are going to, without a doubt, give me a blister. (laughs) And my feet got torn up because I wore them for three days and walked everywhere. So you bought new shoes since then, I imagine. I did. Okay, good. I remember that weekend. I walked 75 miles from Thursday night to Tuesday morning. It was brutal. So I was in a lot of pain and it was pretty unpleasant. 
And uh, I just really hope that they do. It, it looks like there's construction crews out there trying to do something to change the way the water flows to get it out of the entrance of the neighborhood. But uh, I don't know for sure what they're doing. I hope that's what it is. It's probably not. No. You don't think that's what they're doing? They're probably repairing the underground lines over there. Maybe. I don't know. But it sucks when it floods. Oh, yeah. So. Yes, it does. I was working that. That shit sucked. That's why I didn't make it to the con. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. You got trapped at work. Yep. Like you had to sleep at work? Yeah. It's not the first time. I lived there during Harvey for like a week. Holy I couldn't shit. get out. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I mean, I only live or I only work about five miles from where he's at. Oh mm-hmm. shit! Yeah, it's pretty close to the Brazos River, so a lot of that area floods really bad. Yeah. Luckily, my car was fine. You know, no flooding in my car, no flooding in my house. Yeah. So, all I mean, good things. I can't really complain. All I did was lose a pair of shoes and got massively inconvenienced, but and bad blisters. Yeah. And and really bad blisters on my feet, but you know. At the end of the day, it's not that. At bad. At the end of the day, I survived. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have another casserole. <laughs> wow. It's keeping them coming. It's been a long time, and i got a lot of shit to complain about. Hey, man, that's what it's for. You're the only one of us really doing it. Yeah. <laughs> so at my job, there's parking spaces in the downstairs parking garage, and there's an upstairs parking garage on top of it. Uh-huh. But the upstairs lot doesn't have entirely covered parking. Like, there's a lot of open spaces, and there's some spaces that have covers. Uh-huh. Uh, so the covered spaces are assigned. They're supposed to be for employees of the month or people that won special awards or whatever. Or upper management kind of deal. Yeah, or upper management. And typically, I park either in one of the open spaces or downstairs or whatever. But they've been doing a lot of construction. They installed like an alternate backup generator up on that floor and they redid everything so there wouldn't be any uh, water leakage down on the lower level so that wouldn't flood. So they've been doing a lot of construction. So half the spaces are not available and they haven't been for a few days. So I've been parking in the covered parking spots because they're open and because nobody's using them and who cares, right? Unless that person comes looking for their parking right, spot. I know which ones are in use and which ones aren't. Oh, okay. Okay, so I got a sticker on my car. Like, uh, They have a crew, I guess, of interns since it's summertime that go out looking for cars that are parked illegally in their spots or whatever, and they put a giant sticker on your window saying this car is parked illegally, and it is a... <laughs> pain in the ass to peel the thing off they're parking shaming you (laughs) because it's it's not like a a easy to peel sticker it like dissolves as you try to peel it off so you have to scrape it off so it's super annoying but i got the first one off a few days later same thing there is another parking lot but it's way back behind the building it's like a mile and a half walk from where you park Mm -hmm. because we have like three buildings on our campus and it's really close to the one that's furthest away but i work in the one that's in the front so i don't ever want to park there and then have to walk a mile and a half and 100 degree heat right be drenched in sweat by the time i get to work and be stinky all day so i'm like screw it i'm gonna park in a covered spot <laughs> so i parked in the covered spot same thing put another giant sticker on my car i had to peel it off super annoying next day i come up there and i pull into one of the open spots because there was actually some open ones get out of my car get all my stuff together start walking towards the door these two men start approaching me and one of them i know is like the building administrator uh-huh and i guess the other guy turned out to be his boss and they're like they're like, oh, is that your car? And I was like, yeah, we've been trying to track you down for months. And I'm like, months? <laughs> been breaking the parking He's rules. Like, you, you know these covered spots are, are uh, assigned, right? And I'm like, yeah. He goes, well, why do you keep parking in them? And I was like, I've only parked in them two times. And he goes, well, you know that we put a sticker on your car that first time, right? And said you were parked illegally. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, well, why'd you do it again? 
And I'm like, because I wasn't going to park a mile and a half away and get drenched in sweat and be stinky all day when there's all these open parking spots. It's much easier to peel a sticker off when it's cooled down at night. <laughs> and he's like, I don't like your attitude. <laughs> I'm just like, fuck you, dude. So what happens if they give you another ticket? He's, he's like, he's like visibly angry at me like his his face had turned like beet red are they gonna like tow your car that's what he threatened me with he's like we're gonna tow your car if you park in a covered parking spot again and i'm like really okay okay that's fine i won't do it again whatever yeah go inside and like you know he he was like what's your name let me see your name and he's like looking at my name badge he's just total asshole to me yeah i go inside and like later that day my boss calls me into his office and he's like hey what happened and i'm like this is what happened i parked there twice you know He's like, well, he says he's been looking looking for your car for months. And I was like, well, maybe somebody else has the same car I have. I don't know. Like, it's not me. I haven't been doing it. And he's like, well, don't worry about it. It's fine. Whatever. I guess he didn't like that my boss didn't do anything to me. <laughs> so he went over my boss's head. So the VP calls me in. Oh, shit. And he's like, what's going on? I, I hear you keep breaking the parking policies. And I'm like, I, I didn't do anything. Like, You're a parking rebel. This is what happened. He's like, well, make sure you don't park in the covered spots again. And I'm like, I won't. Trust me. Go back to my desk. The next day, my boss calls me back in. He's like, hey, hey, where'd you park? I have to write you up for this. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? Well, you can't look bad in front of the higher ups, man. It's ridiculous. It's bullshit. They have all those open spots. Nobody's using. So, They're doing construction on everything. So they should at least open up like the front lot so people can park in front of the building or something. So are you getting to work earlier or are you just parking further away now? I'm Today, I had to walk a mile and a half. <laughs> Fucking piss me off. I was like muttering to myself the whole way. Motherfucker, <laughs> bitch. Fucking spot. So annoying. <laughs> Such bullshit. I uh, take the train because where I park, it's like uh, you have to take the uh, light rail to get to the medical center. Uh, so I will take the train in the morning and then in the afternoon I will do the uh, 35 minute or 45 minute walk back. Got to get my 12,000 steps in, man. 12,000? Yeah, this is what I try to do a day. I know you're supposed to do like 10. Yeah, it's 10, but that 45-minute walk really... Yeah, I can imagine. ...adds up. <laughs> I usually manage about four. <laughs> 4,000, not four steps. <laughs> I was like, I only do four steps a day, guys. We're not living in Wally world yet. <laughs> I got like 22,000 the other day. Holy shit. But I, have a, I have a desk a job. Movement. I mean, you guys yeah. have, You're up moving around filming sex scenes, and you're up fighting... <laughs> cold plant or whatever like i just <laughs> i sit at my desk and and work on the computer all day oh yeah so <laughs> actually the day that i was filming i i got fifteen thousand steps <laughs> <laughs> gotta get those extra ones that's right and eight hey, and three flo- three floors so nice what 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 all right well let's move on that's enough casseroles. It's time for consumption. Consumption. Andy, what have you been consuming this week? Book reviews. I've been trying to find a new set of books to read because I've been I've been reading the Horus Heresy series, but I'm like 22 books in, and I need a break. Have you read Wheel of Time? No. We were talking about it at the dinner. Wheel, you read Wheel of the Time. Sky keeps I just on need turning. books to read, not a series. I don't want to go from like a marathon down to, you it's know, a, a, There's 10 a half marathon. It's 10 books. It's not that bad. It, I thought it was like 12. It's 10. 10? It's 100. I, I believe it's 10. All right. So it's like. So 20%. what kind of books are you looking to read? Good? 
Does it have to be good? I mean, what, like, what genre? Does it have to be, <laughs> to be good? <laughs> he wants shitty books. He wants shitty books. I can give you. I can give you Great some good. Great Gatsby. Re- <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I picked. I ended up picking out uh, something called The Luminous Dead. I think I told you about this book review mm-hmm. where they compare it to the intensity of um, Gravity and the Martian. Yeah, with the the uh, creeping dread of annihilation. Right, that's what you said. And I thought that this was a weird way to describe a book because those aren't books. At least as far as I know. For all I know, Gravity is Annihilation based on a book. I'm not sure, but I mean, maybe it's the first book those movie watchers have ever seen. So. Wait, Annihilation the movie? Yeah. Yes, it's based on a book called it's Annihilation. It's based on a book? It's a trilogy. I wonder if Gravity was a book. No, it's not. Okay. Well, then that's fucking weird. Yeah, that is weird. So there's these two books that I recently purchased. I'm waiting for them to come in. Mm-hmm. Uh, one's called Repo Shark. Uh, it's, uh, they're both, uh, like noirish type stories. Uh, and I was trying to find the description to make it easier to explain to you. I think I understand it already. A were shark works as a repo man. It's exactly what it is. How I did you fucking know? read that? Is it like street sharks? <laughs> no. Yes. <laughs> That's I'm, even better. I'd be all over a street sharks. Book. God, where is it? Come on. I ended up, uh, well, you find that, I'm going to tell people what I actually bought, which is The Luminous Dead, which I think I said, and uh, there was another one called uh, The Grand Dark, which is Richard Cadry, the guy who does uh, Sandman Slim. Apparently, it's the reason there's not going to be a Sandman Slim novel this year, so I'm going to read that instead and grumble the entire time. Also, I'm going to have to buy Chelsea House of Leaves, because she's never read it, and I can't find mine. I've never read it either. gave it to someone. I've should, heard it's good though. You should read it. I mean, it's one of Andy's and my favorite books. So I definitely will. buy it in paper. I've given it away like six times. I've given away several copies. So of here's well. the description on the back of the book for Repo Shark: A Ace Vegas repo man named Zeph De Groot is sent uh, to Hawaii to collect a vintage Harley Davidson from a legendary dope dealer and a karaoke killer uh, that the locals call Donny Punani. Is that, uh, your, is that your new gigolo name, Andy? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently uh, it's taken. Uh, but an easy snatch for the ninja Zeph's mad skills to become a nightmarish farce when he finds a monstrous crook's crooked cops and a lust mad gods of paradise and all conspiring push shit in. I don't even think that last... Yeah, that wasn't... That was, was that sentence? Was that a sentence? The lust... I mean, maybe... Maybe I read it wrong, and I'm sorry. There was a smudge. See, we read it. It's all like the lust mad gods of paradise are conspiring to push his shit in. Yeah, they're gonna kick his ass and push his shit in. That means butt rape, by the way. Yeah, totally. No implied consent there. Yeah. So apparently, uh, cops and the lust mad gods of paradise are all conspiring. To it's push apparently his shit in. a really good like uh, noir style book where there's like walking talking man sharks. Huh. Wait. What? Yeah. Street Sharks was real! <laughs> so yeah, there's that. Cool. And then there's another book uh, that I came across that I thought Andy would like. It's called uh, Embry, a hard-boiled novel. And it's a hard-boiled noir story, but it's all in the perspective of eggs. Oh. Weird. Do you just buy weird shit? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's a darkly noir. Did you just figure that out? <laughs> it's a darkly noir about a chicken living in a world of anthropom- uh, anthropomorphic eggs who wanted for murder that he didn't commit. So he sent me Kings of the Wild. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which 
was so good that I read it twice back to back. So yes, I am surprised when he's like, and here's this drivel about sharks and eggs and lust and <laughs> did mad you read gods. The sequel? Did you read the sequel to uh, yeah. Kings of the Wild yet? I've yeah. started it. I haven't finished it yet. Well, you never know. The shark book might be really good. It has a lot of good reviews. The sequel to Kings of the Wild is... It's more of like a side sequel. Yeah, it's not bad. It's just not It's more same. of the same. Well, no, no, because it's not the same characters, and that's what no. you want. You're invested in them. But lesbos. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, lesbos. Well, as for my consumption, I've also been watching a crap load of TV because there's been a lot of new stuff that's come out. Hey, I've been watching a lot of TV as well. We just skipped him completely. Yeah. He was talking about the books. I was talking about suggestions for him. Oh, well then. Yeah. What about you, George? What I you- haven't <laughs> I haven't read those yet. I just purchased them and I'm waiting for them to come in. What about you, George? What have you been consuming this week? Uh, I've watched uh, this TV show called uh, I Am the Night. Uh, it was a TNT television show, which... Which was good. Surprising. It could be either good or bad. <laughs> yeah, like most stuff on TNT is terrible. Like, yeah. to be fair, except for Law and Order. But it didn't. Bum, origi- bum. But it didn't originate it. It's not a TNT production. It's literally the only thing they have on now. <laughs> Twenty three hours of Law and Order. <laughs> yeah, that and the uh, reruns of uh, that fucking geek show that everyone likes, Big Bang Theory. <laughs> and an hour of Big Bang Theory. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Welcome to TNT. <laughs> we literally have nothing to show you. Uh, so I Am the Night is a uh, a, a different version of uh, the Black Dahlia murder story that I never knew about, which is pretty good. And it's uh, about this uh, journalist reporter who's following up on a lead and he has uh, like PTSD and he's kind of like trying to like figure his shit out. And uh, it's the true story about the woman who's related to the real black dahlia murder so did black they dahlia murder solved not officially no oh okay but yes there is enough evidence to point to one person and that one person's son said yes my that my father was a black dahlia murder so uh how did he get away with murder uh so i don't want to spoil it it's a good show it sounds interesting. Uh, I really liked it. Patty Jenkins, who uh, directed a lot of uh, early Game of Thrones stuff and Wonder Woman, uh, she was a uh, executive producer and uh, she directed the first two episodes. And and definitely didn't direct the last garbage season of Game of Thrones. No. <laughs> you want to talk about that for a second? <laughs> sure, we could talk about that. That was another thing I watched that I was severely disappointed by. Man, they just made so many bad decisions. In that I don't last... know if it was about bad decisions. It felt like they had all the right answers. They just went about it the wrong way. Well, okay, so I'm sure George R. R. Martin said, here's all the plot points you need to hit. Right. And then he didn't give them a roadmap on how to go from point A to point B. Yeah. So they just tried to fill it in the best they thought they could, which meant a lot of scenery of like just random action shots with no context or storyline. Exactly. That's why I felt like what all season seven, eight was it's really just random action shots. What it reminds me of is like your single life. And then between season seven and eight, you get married and then you settle into that rut that lasts the rest of your life. <laughs> wow. Uh, so what did you think about uh, Arya being the one who kills a Night King? Okay, I actually thought Spoiler that was... Spoiler alert, by the way. Yeah, you, yeah. Vanity Fair already hit it the day after. It's been, it's been like two months since that you know episode, which was like the next to last. Right. <laughs> I think we're fine to talk about this. Uh, Arya killing the Night King was fine. It's fine. Like I think she was the right person to do it. They had I a, just think the way they went about it was wrong. They had a problem in that 
the Night King was supposed to be the major threat. And they set up the story where they finished the, the main storyline where the Night King died. And then Cersei was just kind of like this afterthought. Yeah. And it made the whole series feel very like that lady got paid pointless. so much money just to stand around and drink wine. Very anticlimactic. Uh, I don't like that they That's very subtle way didn't really explain season. any of the Three-Eyed Raven stuff. Bran just kind of sat there and, while the Night King came after him. And I mean, if that was the entire point of Bran's journey was that he would be sitting there waiting for the Night King. To be bait. It, it, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, they could have at least talked to each other for a couple seconds or had some kind of something. Or like a wizard battle. Something. Why did he send the we, ravens away? Yeah, th- there's so many unexplained Why things. Why did he only use rape? Why didn't he try to warg into the dragon? Why didn't he go into Numeria and bring an army of wolves to fight? Yeah, what like, the fuck? I, I was waiting since, like, the first book when Arya sent Numeria away. Because I was like, there's no way they're not going to use this wolf again. Right. I thought she was out there gathering a huge pack of wolves. And at some point, this army of wolves led by this massive dire wolf was going to come in and save the day. And it was going to be so completely awesome and unexpected because everybody had forgotten about it. But they didn't do any of that. They didn't even touch on Nymeria. Ghost somehow magically survived, even though he charged into the battle. <laughs> Everyone somehow magically survived. Every major character. Yeah, like this one point, almost every major character looks like they're about to die. It was like they're revving it up, revving up. Someone's gonna die, and they never die. They killed Jorah. Yeah, <laughs> that was it. Like one major Podrick should have fucking died that and episode. Dead. Uh, yeah, Podrick should have died. Fucking uh, Brienne should have died. Maybe. Mm. I mean, Tar- so Charlie. Charlie should have died for that sure. That moment where she got knighted—that was her, the highest point of her character arc. She literally has nothing else left to give to the story. Yeah, you're right. She could have married Jamie. No, that was the stupidest decision. They could have made that a redemption story about Jamie and him turning his back on Cersei. Jamie and Honestly, her, and it would have been better. Jamie and her were never supposed to be romantic, and it was stupid that they forced that. Yeah, I would have rather seen her end up with Tormund. Like that's what should have happened. That made more sense. Yeah, I that mean, but then good. they made Tormund just like he was a cool character. Everybody liked him until like the next to last episode. He's and like, then he's like, I'm going I'm just back. Going to say a bunch of creepy shit. And then I'm going to walk away. (laughs) (laughs) I drank from a giant's breast. That's why they call me. (laughs) That's what they did with him. He was a great character the whole story until the next last episode. And then he's like, here's a bunch of weird shit you didn't know about me. I guess you're hooking up with Jamie. I'm going to go leave. Later. He goes away. Like, it was awful. It's like they decided to let the the same guy who did Sansa's writing in the last episode got to pick that. Hey, Bran's penis doesn't work. Like... Sansa shouldn't have survived. Sansa should have died. Like that, that should have happened. She was the worst character through the entire story. Nah, see, I like the fact that she lives to become the real Lady of Winterfell. That have. makes sense. She she's have. the best successor for the John should have, the storyline should have gone differently where John went back to become the Lord of Winterfell. And he Sansa was always going to go to uh, Castle Black. I still don't understand why they didn't do that. The North is a different kingdom. It is. They made it a different kingdom. They should have just made John the ruler of it. It just makes sense for John to go back with, with the, the storyline they went with. Yeah, but if they had changed the storyline and the, where the plot points went, it doesn't even that. make sense that the Night Watch still exists. What are yeah, they not watching the Night Watch. I think he should have just left with the Wildlings. That's what I always imagine. He should have been the king it. of the North, which includes the Wildlings. The walls already torn down. There's holes in it. Right. He should have been the king of the North, based out of Winterfell. And the wildlings could have come all the way south to Winterfell, and it would have been just fine. Like I don't know why that wasn't the storyline. Also, the uh, death of uh, Daenerys was pretty anticlimactic. It was so stupid. Yeah, it was so everything Daenerys did for the last two episodes was stupid. 
I'm not complaining about her turning and becoming mad and, and killing I'm everybody. Not, I'm not mad about that either, but so, it was somebody, too easy how it happened. Somebody on Facebook posted a cut-together clip of like her sitting there on that on that mount, like on the clock tower, looking around, and she's having flashbacks to all the times when bad shit happened to her, and it was all Cersei's fault, and it was all these bad things, and then she launches into her attack. That makes if a lot more sense. If just done something like that, I would be like, yes, but they didn't. There was no context for it. It was just like, you see this moment where she makes this decision, but they didn't really do enough to like justify it. Right. And and their storytelling. I mean, it's all the pieces are there. And if you paid attention, you can see it. They just didn't took the time to take care of the story. They didn't, they rushed through everything. That's, that's the biggest issue. And I really think this season would have been a lot better had they one took in more time and added at least two more episodes. And And maybe bought some fucking set lights. (laughs) <laughs> yeah that one episode was super dark i was i mean at points for effect was really cool like the parts where the the Thraki are riding out and all the uh, swords are going out complete nothingness yeah like, that was that's cool. great but once the uh once the actual once the starts, whites start arriving it should be like uh king's landing not king's landing uh, uh lord of the ring two towers well there's like rules. dragon fire all over the freaking ground like there should have been enough light for everything to be visible by that point point. and plus you couldn't see shit during the dragon fight mm-hmm. and then clagane bowl should have been cooler and more intense i mean that that conclusion makes sense though it makes Him sense but it him. just sucked like the fact that uh the way he goes out it should have gone out to where he had to like run through fire to kill his brother yeah, I agree with that. Because that means he finally uh, confronted his fear that's ruined almost every moment for him, mm-hmm. and then finally kill his brother because of it. I agree, but I mean, there there are bigger problems in that last episode than oh yeah, the hound. A, yeah, there's like, a lot of problems. Arya, for example, she's this badass who just took out the Night King, who just killed all the zombie army. You know, she's uh, one of the nameless ones, like or maybe one of the, maybe faceless, one of the one few of the, left, one of the maybe faceless ones. Like she's an assassin. She's this badass who trained her entire life to take revenge on everybody who fucked over her family. And now she's at King's Landing. She's just ridden for three days with with the Hound. She's come to kill Cersei. And the Hound's like, maybe you should uh, reconsider because revenge isn't really all that good. And she's like, there's nothing but death up there for you, Gail. You're right. I think I'll give up this quest that I've spent my entire life training for after a five second conversation with you. And then she just walks away. That pissed me off so much. Don't take advice from people that don't take their own damn advice. Arya is the best character in the entire series. They ruined her at the very end. Like what? I, and the what fact, would you want her to do? Kill Cersei? I would yeah. love for her to kill Cersei. Uh, Jamie was the one who should have done it. Somebody should have done it. I don't. It doesn't have to be Arya, but somebody should have. Jamie was definitely the one who should have done Cersei? it, especially since he was already dying. <laughs> Jamie should have died in the Battle of Winterfell. No, because that's not a good redemption story for him. The good redemption story would have been him standing up to what he's addicted to the most which is cersei saying no i can't not going to deal with your shit anymore and then kill her or setting up a scene where he has to choose between cersei or Tyrion, and he has to like fight Bronn to the death like that would that would have been awesome i would have loved a scene like that where the fuck was Bronn? count his money somewhere He, he was wondering if they're ever going to come back twiddling the, the crossbow. Euron <laughs> went completely fucking nuts. Like, Euron was a great character. He was always a little bit crazy, but he was also very charismatic and smart and cunning. He never did stupid shit. And he then just he so happened to show up at the Until right this time. episode, and then he's just like, my only goal in life is to get killed or kill Jamie Lannister. It was so stupid. I was so angry with that. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, we're not the Game of Thrones podcast, but as you could say, <laughs> it, it was not great. 
Game of Thrones is killing him. Jamie never even got redemption. No. He doesn't need a redemption storyline. But if they had killed him at the Battle of Winterfell, he could have just walked up to Brienne and said, you know what, I'm done with this, and redeemed himself there and then fucking died. And then Brienne yeah. would be all Honestly, pissed. He, only- was, he was my favorite character up until the very end where he died with Cersei. The only thing that they should have done 100% different is that Cersei should have been killed by somebody. Most definitely. And probably in like episode three of that season. Uh, I, it, I wish they'd done it in a different order. I wish they'd found a way to take out King's Landing before the Night King fight, but it is what it is. I just wanted Night King to mean more. Cersei should have died a more brutal death. Somebody should have murdered her. Yeah. Like, it could have been the Hound. It could have been Jon. Or, have like, Daenerys. have her fight to her, for her life or be... Like, her, have her can, do something. Like, have, have Tyrion, instead of just being like, what the fuck is, is Daenerys doing? Like make it to the castle and find a moment where it's just him and Cersei and he's the one that kills her. Right. Like that would have been so poetic. Like there's so many ways they could have taken Cersei's death. That would have been so much better than her just dying in Jamie's arms because some rocks fell on him. Literally 10 feet from a patch where there's no rocks. It was horrible. <laughs> yeah, it was a rough, rough season, but the journey was fun. It was like, except for the fucking end. But besides that, everything if, was great. When when the books get written, whoever writes them, because I'm sure George R. R. Martin's not going to make it to the end, uh, I I hope they do a much better job with the ending. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I enjoyed the show. I I think overall it was a great show, with the exception of the last two seasons where it was a downward trend. Yeah, I agree. Well, anyways, continuing with consumption, uh, <laughs> I also watched a lot of TV. Um, season five of Black Mirror. Did you watch that one? I did. <laughs> what did you think? Terrible. All of it? Yeah, it was terrible. All I mean, it's only it. three episodes. Um, first one... And I know it's only three episodes because they released that Bandersnatch earlier in the year. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It's not... It doesn't have... It's not sticking to its rules. And I think right. that's my biggest problem with it. That Black Mirror is the Twilight Zone for technology. Moral stories with dark meaning behind it. And uh, none of that was present. Yeah. This is like all first draft, first run scripts. I agree, especially the first story. Yeah. <laughs> the first story. Like they had kernels of an idea that never got developed, but they needed to produce something, so they made something. Yeah. I, I was actually pretty okay with the third one, the one that had Miley Cyrus. Do you like it because of the Nine Inch Nails references, or did you just like it because. Both. Okay. It was both. I actually thought it was the most well put together of the stories because it did have more of a meaning. It was the most polished out of all three of them. It, it was. I mean, and it was all about, you know, her, the people around her using her for their own gain rather than her own choices, you know? I think it would have been a lot more interesting if uh, her, I'd spoiler alert for anybody who's watched it, I guess, if the Miley Cyrus character just died or never got out of the coma and she was always the robot. That would have been cool. Or if like, she was being cloned, and like her consciousness is cloned over and over in all these robots. There's a lot of different ways they could have taken it. That would have been slightly better, but uh, the Nine Snail stuff. <clears throat> did you know that she did the Nine Snail songs before you watched it? No. So when we were, uh, Catherine mentioned something while we were watching, I was like, oh, Justin mentioned something about Nine Snails because I was watching, I was like, this sounds like a Nine Snail song. Like, this sounds a lot like Head Like a Hole. Mm-hmm. And then there was a couple other songs, like, uh, Oh god, it's gonna. They did uh, songs from the Fragile. Yes, uh, there was a couple of them on there, and I was just like, "This has to be Nine Inch Nails songs." Did they really just like rip off Trent Reznor and like change the lyrics? Yeah. And then I went and looked, and I saw that he worked on it. Like he's credited on the credits. He gave him permission to like basically take the lyrics for Nine Inch Nails songs, 
change them so they're more poppy, and then release like pop versions sung by Miley Cyrus. And then Miley Cyrus sings "Head Like a Hole" in the credits. At the, well, at the very end, yeah. yeah. Which actually, that was a really good performance of it. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not like a huge Miley Cyrus fan or anything. I don't really enjoy her music. He's but. a Miley Cyrus fan. <clears throat> really, Miley Cyrus won. Yep. XOXO. <laughs> but anyways, I, I, also a the Montana fan. That was her TV show on Disney Channel, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, also, the the rat thing never came full circle in the show. Yeah. They like really... they really played it up big, but like, what did it mean? That's a good point. The rat dad or rat? Rat. rat. Their, their dad was an exterminator, which they used. But like a good kinded, like he wanted to do a more humane way of getting rid of rats. He wanted to create a little motorized rat that would tase other ones, so he could like humanely remove them from homes. But every time he tested it, it ends up killing the rats <laughs> or the mice. And then the girls that need to use it use it as an actual taser <laughs> right <laughs> and i guess that was the only reason why they created that storyline i guess so wouldn't it just be easier for her parents to, have, to a have a taser yeah yeah i don't know I-, I wish they had done more with that you're right you're right there's there's some big flaws the entire season but uh it just made me miss the like olden days like seasons one and two even three i mean the best thing to come out of this season was all the memes because all the gay memes. That first episode, man. <laughs> all the know. polar bear memes. I fucked a polar bear. <laughs> it's it's about these guys who are lifelong friends, you know, and they used to play like fighting games together all the time. And then they grow up, they grow distant. They don't really talk to each other very much. And then for like one of the guy's birthdays, the other guy comes back and he's like, hey, I bought you this virtual reality game system and the new fighting game so we can play together. And then they go to play the game and he picks the girl character, and then the main character picks a guy character. Like Ryu kind of looking guy. It's like Chun-Li versus Ryu. They start fighting, and then like they're laying on top of each other, and then they start making out, and like they start hard, Hardcore. <laughs> they should have called the episode Video Game Sex, is what they should have called and it. And it's like a VR system where you can completely control everything, and then you like feel the sensations in real life or whatever. And so like he stopped trying to have a baby with his wife, because like, they were trying to get pregnant, and just started fooling around with his like male friend in a female body all the time and then it just kept getting progressively weirder until he's eventually like i can't do this anymore we have to stop and then his friends just like like jones and for like he can't jones handle for it. sex so he's like looking for partners online so he's like i even fucked the panda bear character that wasn't, that wasn't what i wanted it to be <laughs> he's like i tried everything man he's like i need you <laughs> it's so terrible yeah oh man so anyway, yeah, Black Mirror. I wish they would go back to the old ways, but... I do, too. I, I did watch a, f- a couple other series, though. I watched uh, When They See Us, which is based on those... Uh, it's like five black kids and Is the that the 80s. Ava DuVernay show? Yeah, I'm not sure. And for Netflix, right? Yeah, it was for yeah, Netflix. Yeah, I think that's what it is. So yeah. It's about five black kids that got accused of raping this woman in the park, but they didn't actually do it. Right. Um, and later on... It's based on a true story, right? It's based on a true story. It's yeah. like a, a dramatization of the true story. It's pretty crazy to watch and see how the police coerce these kids into giving confessions that yeah. they didn't actually do anything. And uh, how this one kid who wasn't even in the park that day, who wasn't even a part of it, who just came from moral support for one of his friends who got dragged down to the police station, gets the entire crime blamed on him. Oh, shit. And then when he's in the prison system, he's in there for like 30-something years. He's going from prison to prison. He actually crosses paths with the person who actually committed the rape. And then that guy's given his, his life to God or whatever. And he's like, 
I feel bad that you're in here suffering for something I did. So he confesses to it and gives them all the details and exonerates him. So then him and all of his friends get out 30 years later, 30 years later, and they get like an $84 million settlement from the state. Wow. Um, but I mean, the whole journey is just wild. It's crazy. Everything that happened to these kids. Yeah, that's crazy. It's, it's a pretty good series though. It's only four episodes. So if oh, you okay. get some time, it's I, a mini series, right? It's like every episode is an hour and a half, right so six hours about, but it's really good. Um, also watch Fleabag on Amazon Prime. I've been hearing a lot of people talk about that. Season one's really funny. It's it's one of the better British humor shows I've seen in a long oh, time. Oh, it's a British show. Yeah, and season two, um, it's not quite as funny, but it's fascinating. <laughs> Everyone says it's like one of the better written shows on television right now. It's really good. I liked it a lot. Um, and then I watched a movie on Netflix called I Am Mother. Is it good? It's really good. I was about to ask you about it. Yeah, it's like a... Kind of like Skynet's taken over, wiped out most of the world. There's only a couple humans left, and they're trying to create the perfect human to to rebirth the the species and let them out or whatever. And so, but I won't spoil it for him. Well, there's there's like some survivors, obviously, because the girl who they've raised to like be the the first of their you know new generation of humans comes across a, a woman who existed in the previous society, and uh, you can see how they interact and how they interact with the machines and. It's it's a really well crafted story. Um, I, I really liked the ending. Everything about it was good. So, what's it rated? I think it's TV fourteen. Would you let Donovan watch it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, there's nothing too too brutal or, or bloody or anything like that. Um, it, it might be a little too high concept for him, but it's good. I finally finished season one of Barry. I like Barry. Barry's awesome. Yeah. And like the way season one ended was great. So I'm excited to continue the show. It's great. I have zero desire to watch that show. Oh, it's so good. It's about a hitman who uh, I, finds I a new life in, in acting. I it's know. hilarious. <laughs> zero desire. Oh, and I also watch Good Omens. Oh, yeah, I watched How, that too. Uh, mm, yeah? It's really funny. It's it's really good. Right. Like, uh, there's some lull moments. There's definitely some moments where it drags, but overall, it was really good. I just, uh, I've never read the book. Oh, the book's I great. Either. But it just it, the show feels like it's trying so hard to be like the God version of Hitchhiker's Guide. Yeah, it basically is. Okay. Yeah, I Ma- mean, that makes sense. So the book is I mean, it's Terry Pratchett and Neil Gaiman, and it's amazing. I know who Neil Gaiman is. I don't know. Who the Terry only Pratchett issue is. I had with it was the way they tell the story. Sometimes, like the narration coming in and going out and like how much narration they used in certain places. Like that was kind of frustrating for me. Mm-hmm. I wish that they just kind of let the characters explain more of what was going on instead of trying to go that direction. So uh, in the episode order, I think episode three, when they do the backstory of the, uh, the angel and the demon, mm-hmm. I kind of wish that was the first episode, but I understand why they did it out of yeah. order. But I, I really thought that was the most compelling episode that really solidified why they're friends. I think that's where the story starts becoming really good, too. Yeah. I mean... Uh, and there's only, like, seven episodes or six. It's eight. Eight? Eight, I think. Yeah. It's a really good uh, show. I really enjoy it. And it makes me wish that Neil Gaiman would have taken over American Gods, because that is a dumpster fire. I haven't watched season two, so... <laughs> I'm having, I haven't a hard time finishing season one. It's just so slow yeah it is slow but uh good omens it's fun and fucking david Tennant's enjoyable as always yeah and michael sheen he like i i loved him and uh masters of sex and everything i've, I've never watched since. masters of sex it's really good right it, on. it has some weird lulls and like i don't always agree with like 
the way characters choose to do things in there, but it is a pretty hard to stop watching series once you start. The Master Sex Show? Yeah. Right on. Yeah, that's pretty good. Well, let's move on from consumption. Uh, and instead of doing something nutty today, we're going to play Fudging Around. It's time for Fudging Around. Fudging Around. What do you got for us, George? Uh, so I thought it would be fun uh, if we played a game, since I can't really think of a story uh, about bad words. I can't really pinpoint a moment in my life where, oh yeah, bad words totally led to a funny story. Okay. Uh, so uh, Catherine directed me to this fun game called Shakespearean Insults, uh, which you guys are probably going to have to either pull it up on your phone or borrow mine. We can pull it up. No yeah. problem. Google. Uh, so basically, they say you need a sheet of paper, but I don't think we really need a sheet of paper. Okay. Uh, well, I thought it would be fun if uh, we go around and we I'll say three and you say three and Andy will say three. Okay. And uh, basically, if you look at the rules, it's very simple. You pick uh, a, a word from letter uh, column A and column B and column C and you put them together and that's your Shakespearean insult towards somebody. Okay. Uh, would you like to go first? Sure. And who am I insulting? And we'll just go and go around. Like you go to Andy, then me, and then Andy will go. So Andy is a beslubbering, beetle-headed canker blossom. <laughs> George, you are a goatish, fly-bitten hugger mugger. <laughs> wow, that's I feel very insulted. Uh, Justin, you are a saucy, plum-pucked. Minnow. How do you like that? All right. Andy, you are a goatish, dizzy-eyed clot pole. I said goatish. Oh, yeah. Copycat. <laughs> George, you are a mammering, weather-bitten maggot pie. Andy, you are a rank. I thought you were doing Justin. I'm, I'm turning the tables. <laughs> oh. Andy, you're a rank, swag-biled hugger-mugger. George, go fuck yourself for cupping me again. <laughs> you gleeking flap mouth flap dragon. That's a lot of flapping. <laughs> flapping. Andy, <laughs> you are a fobbing fat livered bugbear. Hey, don't Lumpish, pick, pick on his reading <laughs> jolt. <laughs> don't pick on his real issues here. Uh, Justin, you are a bootless, clay brained uh, strumpet. Yep. That's I right. You're a strumpet. Totally. Damn, how will I live that down? <laughs> uh, you are a puny, poxmarked nut hook. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Spongy, uh, half-faced nut hook. Miscreant. I just said nut hook. I corrected myself. Andy is a, Andy is an unmuzzled, spur-galled hedge pig. Impertinent, onion-eyed horn beast. Tottering. <laughs> Dread bolted pig nut. Who are you calling a pig nut? You pig nut. Hey pig nut. Hey hey hey, hey pig nut. Whatever. Boar pig. Canker blossom. Bug bear. Coxswain. Bum Bailey. Wait, no, that was an insult. Paunchy, really right. Pumpian. Wayface. <laughs> Codpiece. Vassal. <laughs> All right, you get the idea. I get the idea. It's fun. Yeah, it's pretty fun. I imagine it's a lot more fun with more people. Probably so. This is a. Like it's probably a also more exercise. fun if you like shout it out and then make them try to guess what that word means. Oh yeah, probably. <laughs> That's what I was trying to do earlier. I thought that was pretty fun. 
Trying to guess what it means. We can try yeah. one of those. Like, no. No, we'll no. move on. It's no. fine. Okay. Let's go to Ask the Nuts because we got some questions. It is time to ask the nuts. It's a bit nutty. Yay! Questions! Andy, if you could magically make one everyday word into a cuss word, which word would you choose? Is this a word that we suddenly wouldn't be able to use because it's a cuss word? No, it's just a bad word. It would become a cuss word. Like You could say fuck. No one's stopping you from saying fuck. Well, yeah, yeah. But if I'm like, the... (laughs) (laughs) You just cause chaos. Yes. I'm going to go with of. Like. Like. (laughs) It's already a cuss word. I'm going to say lit. (laughs) That's so lit. I was at... uh... I was at Think Geek a couple weeks ago, and uh-huh. there, was this, there was these two kids in there. Like They were teenagers, high schoolers, whatever. And they were talking about the Dragon Ball Z figures they had on the wall. And this one kid was like, oh, man, that's so fucking lit. That's so lit. We're going to go to do this, and it's lit, and it's lit, and it's lit, and this thing's lit. And, oh, my God, it's lit. Why the fuck I just did wanted he... to fucking punch him in his face. And I'm looking at myself, and I'm like. Where did he pick up his slang from the early 2000s? I'm just like, who who says lit? Yeah. Why is anymore. that a word? Who says lit anymore? I didn't say it when I was a kid. I mean, I said cool. I don't think I ever said cool half as much as that kid said lit. I don't think I said cool as many times in my life as that kid said lit in the 40 minutes that I was in the store with him. You would say, so would cool be your word? No, I'm going to say lit. Lit. Got it. Euthanasia would have been useful there. Oh, God, yeah. Always with the killing. (laughs) It's the only solution. Murder is the true science. Andy, I learned Andy's, that from Andy's final solution. <laughs> this is one solution. This is the one step program. Murder is the only true science. And I learned that from back to the future deleted scenes scripts. All right. Okay. Question two, Andy, what's a bad word that doesn't get used enough by Americans? Twat. Fucking twat. What about you, George? Uh, oh. I just sounded country. You fucking twat. Just sounds country it's to me. Just sounds country. You've been listening to that Old Town Road song. That's right. It's done things to him. <laughs> <laughs> what was uh, what was the question again? What's a cuss word that doesn't get used very often by Americans? I mean, cunt isn't used as as often as it is elsewhere. Fucking cunt. You don't bloody. Don't talk to my mom enough. It's what it is. Yeah. I mean, bloody does isn't used. It's not really considered a cuss word here. Yeah. It's just weird. I have a list for this specific reason. It's like how the French people don't use the word victory. Bread, uh, beard splitter. Isn't that just fucking? No, it means penis. Oh, well, yeah, all right. Oh, splitter, not splitting. Yeah. Yeah. Or gadzooks. What does that mean? That was a store here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a variant, uh, god hooks. It's a curse word, dates back to the 17th century. All right. That's like using god speed instead of good luck. Zunderkite. Okay, I found a list. 18 foreign curse words that English speakers should adopt. Okay. Himmel, Donner, Wetter. I'm sorry? Himmel, Donner, Wetter. Kazuntai. It's a German word that means heaven, thunder, weather, and it's supposed to be the equivalent of damn it. Best cumber. That's my word. Gekocken, often yam. It means go shit in the ocean. <laughs> wow. In what language? Yiddish. Oh, Yiddish. That's not what I thought of, Matt. With best best cumber <laughs> means to spray poop upon. Huh. Well, all this leads me to believe is that every language other than English is bad at cursing. <laughs> also, gamut. Kisama, which is a Japanese word, it translates to you, but it's a very rude way of saying you. <laughs> you! <laughs> that should be... That's what it is. It should be like, you so-and-so! <laughs> 
You fucking Jew! <laughs> Gamuche is the Victorian word for oral sex. All Victorian right. word? Yeah, that's what it says. I like this one. Kengi Koda. It means screw up of God. <laughs> God screw up. All right. You're an accident. <laughs> All right. Let's move on. Next question. Andy, how much cussing does it take to label somebody as a foul mouth? Hmm. Depending on where I'm at. Like with you guys, I'm probably, what, five or so every paragraph? One curse word every paragraph? Is that what you're saying? I said five. Five five curse words every paragraph of words from you. Yeah. You think am I am I undershooting there? Yeah. I know that I curse more at work. Well, you work at a oil power plant. Power plant, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Makes uh, sense. There's yeah, there's a lot of cursing at work. And a lot of gesturing. A fucking yeah. <laughs> the fucking fucking fuck. <laughs> yeah. That fucking shit He's over there. The degeneration X sign. As my as my coworker tries to explain something by cursing. And he's like sitting there like this. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to do that next time. <laughs> this thing right here. <laughs> uh so I would say whatever amount that I am doing, maybe divided by ten. Me multiplying? No, to make me a foul mouth? Yeah. I'm a foul mouth. Yes. Yes. So I'm whatever you do, by but divided by he's ten. He's an extreme case, is what he's got saying. It. So a tenth of him would be what got you it. consider a foul got mouth. It. Got yeah. it. Got it. I think I have a foul mouth, but I don't think I was as bad as I was told recently. But you're I pretty fucking bad. I'm per- pretty fucking bad, apparently. You are pretty bad. I mean, you were shouting "penis" at the top of your lungs. At okay, one <laughs> penis is not a bad word. Pe- it's a medical term. I thought Carrie was gonna have a heart attack. I, mean, I think so. It's the funniest thing in the world. So we were at the quick reference. Just go back, listen to our live show from Metal Geeks. You'll understand what I'm talking about. Oh my god, it was so funny. I'm sitting in the audience and like they're talking about sex and like Carrie's trying to be quiet and well, George. It's a family friendly event, right? They're so. in the middle of the floor of the the whole shopping area and they have giant speakers now this time so that people can hear the podcast and like. It gets to this point where George has to say the word penis, and Carrie looks at him, and there's panic on Carrie's face. And I'm looking at George, and I'm like, he's either going to go really quiet or super loud. And either way, it's going to be fucking hilarious. <laughs> and I'm sitting there just waiting, and he chose to go with, like... Bad moderate. I mean, it wasn't super loud. It was, it was pretty loud. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> So what I'm getting from this is it's probably for the best that I wasn't at the comic book. Oh my god, this year. you would have had fun if you'd been at it. This it, was, year. it was, yeah, fun. but we would have ended up doing like a live show or something, and yeah, then we we'd be banned. Show. Nah, we wouldn't be banned. We'd be fine. I mean, I played. There, the, there are shows way worse than us. I played there. the penis game live on the floor. Oh. Yeah. so it's eh. fine. It's totally fine. All right. Yeah. I yeah, I'm surprised Carrie didn't like what the fuck later. Yeah. He was kind of cool with it. I just told him it was all in good fun. I, I think a, uh, about a tenth of what Andy does is probably where you draw that line to for foul mouth. Um, I cuss a lot on the show or like when I'm hanging out with you guys, but like in my day to day life, I really don't. Yeah, I much. don't ever curse at work. Like, I try not to. I know I probably let it slip every now and again, but for the most part, I do not. Curse Unless I'm angry. If I'm angry about something, I can't really stop myself. But <laughs> fuck, <laughs> fuck that fucking parking guy. <laughs> fuck him in his fucking stupid fucking face. Just mumbling the holy motherfucking. <laughs> Parking space, motherfucker. <laughs> but fucking yeah, cunts. I do try to pull it back at work. <laughs> Got to be professional. I'm yeah. clean at home. Well, you have kids. Yeah. So do you. <laughs> I don't. 
Toby. Yeah, he doesn't. Kunta Kinte. Yeah, but if yeah. I say a bad word in front of Donovan, he's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh shit. And then you beat him. If I don't check myself, he checks me. <laughs> so I'm gonna totally curse around him next time. Next question, Andy. What is the funniest bad word? Shit. That's funny. Oh yeah, because you never hear shit. Like, it's very rare to hear shit as an insult. Like, you will hear shithead, but only not as often as motherfucker and all these other things. But you very rarely hear shit outside of shit, which is either I have forgotten something or this motherfucker right here decided that he wants to talk in a fucking meeting. Shit. And that is always hilarious. I mean, shit is generally only used as an expletive, whereas... Fuck, as we've discussed before, is very versatile yeah. in a lot of ways. Um, whenever shit does get used outside of the expletive, though, I think it is like it does make for the funniest punchline and jokes. Uh, so I kind of agree with Andy. I think I think it is the strongest and funniest of the the curse words. All right. I mean, it's not damn. Damn's not funny. Damn. Damn's damn. not funny. Bitch and bastard are insults only. I mean, you can put a you can put a spin on bitch. Or you, can, you bitch. Like you, <laughs> Son of you bitch. can make bitch. You're roll too close to biatch though, and that has is no longer funny. It's been overused. I agree, it's overused. Shit remains a respectable level of use. Very rarely used outside of its normal context, but can be. And you can also do the same thing. Shit. You can also stretch it out and make it funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like George is dying, see? <laughs> the expression on your face is what sold it. <laughs> Shit's the funniest word. Yeah. I don't know. I can't hear the word cunt and not laugh. Have you ever heard it when a family member is dying? <laughs> no, but I, I could promise you if I heard it while they were dying, I'm probably going to laugh. Your father has cancer of the cunt. Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) Next question. Andy, what are your views on parents cussing in front of their children? You don't do it. You don't do it. It doesn't normalize cursing. Cursing is normalized by society. But it takes away any sort of respectful role model that they have. You can't let society raise the kid. You have to be better than you are out and about. Otherwise... You're just going to teach them to be the baseline of society. And you got to think that if we are acting at the average of society, half a society is worse than us. 80%. Well, I'm saying if we're <laughs> acting at the average, then half is worse. Okay, sure. I'm not saying that we are at the average of society. But I'm saying if we're acting at the average, they're going to see people worse than us more frequently. So we need to be better to correct for observational error. What are your thoughts, George? Uh, I know... I, I don't know a life outside of my parents cursing. <laughs> so there's that. George grew up with his mom shouting obscenities at him 24-7. So. And still today. And my father, too. So George's life sounds like a commercial for PTSD. PTSD? Yeah. Uh, all right, I guess. Like an infomercial line. An infomercial. Were you ever treated like this? George, you fucking cunt! <laughs> You'll you might shit. have PTSD. <laughs> Don't you know you're Greek? <laughs> Motherfucker, you're Greek. Be Greek. <laughs> I mean, my, my my dad cussed a lot. He did in front of me. I mean, he, and he would get mad and he would scream at me and he'd be like, you know, he would use expletives when he was screaming at me sometimes. I mean, I think all parents do it because they get frustrated. And... But you don't make it the norm. 
you don't make it the norm. You, you definitely try to pull it back some, you know, when you're just having regular conversation. We're all human. Obviously, I have not spoken to my mother. You just got to try to be better than what you are. But I do I do tend to normalize shit because it is the best word. So. Yeah. Well. Just not the other ones. That's mm. because we want to be able to. I need to go to the shitter. That should be perfectly appropriate at any place. You're in court. Excuse me, Your Honor. I need to go to the shitter. Okay, next question. How many bad words do you know in languages other than English or Spanish? Other than English or Spanish? We, we live in Texas, so, you know, I think it's pretty common for all of us Spanish in middle school norm. to be like, ooh, what's the Spanish word for bitch? What's the Spanish word for right. bastard, you know? But, like, you know, do you know any Japanese words or... I know Greek words. Really? What, what Like what? Malaka, putana. <clears throat> Those are very similar to Spanish Tajin? words. <laughs> Is it? Oh, yeah, I guess puta, yeah. yeah. I guess. Putana is a Greek word for uh, pussy, yeah. Moussaka? Malaka means oh. jerk off. Mufasa? Mufasa. <laughs> I want to play Mufasa. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I know Spanish curse words, but I've learned Spanish inappropriate phrases, and I think that should count. Okay. Okay. Well, what's, okay. like what? Por favor de quitarte los pantalones de la camisa ahorita, voy a quitartelos, which means take off your pants and clothes right now, or I'm going to take them off for you. All right. I have used that in a work setting before. And did it work? Yeah. It was in an ambulance. Implied consent. No, wait. She was awake. Regular consent. <laughs> Regular consent. Medical <laughs> consent. She was being treated. All right. She had to take off her shirt. I didn't want to touch it. It was bloody. Next question. <laughs> it's also how you say hello Indian. in Laredo. What is the worst... Also an Indian. ...non-curse word? The worst non-curse word? Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't like moist. Yeah, a lot of people don't like moist. I don't know why. What's I don't wrong either. with the word moist? There's nothing wrong with the word moist. It bothers people for some reason, though. Did it bother people before the episode of How I Met Your Mother? I don't know. It or, seemed to. Like, I feel like that was one of those moments where we discovered that there was a second population within our population. <laughs> it could be. It's like the deal wipe sitting up, or sitting down, or standing up. Who the fuck wipes standing up? Who the fuck wipes sitting down, George? Are you that one percenter? No. I wipe sitting down like everyone else. Or I just take a shower. That's how you get real clean. It's true. That's gross. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, I mean, it's not wrong, but it's gross. Don't use the loofahs here. <laughs> loofahs. Don't use the hand towels, whatever the fuck they use. Hand towels? You know he's married. Yeah, I know. <laughs> You'll get them soon. Oh, okay. They're for the other people that visit your house. The other people who visit and don't get to use the bathroom. Yes. This is for when you shower after your shit. <laughs> These are the shit towels. These are the shower towels. It's smaller because you should only be washing one area. <laughs> so what do you, what do you, what is the, the worst non-curse word? Tallywhacker. All right. I don't know. I, I'm guessing here. I'm not sure. So we're looking for a word that people don't like. A word that you personally don't. Oh, a word that I don't like. Compound interest. Escrow. Escrow. Words I don't understand. Yes, those are the words I don't like. I understand compound interest. It just fucks me. I don't. I don't know. If Bills. I don't know if there's a word that bothers Debt. me that's not a uh, cuss word either. Student loans. Ah. Republican. Ah, there you go. Shopping mall. <laughs> <laughs> cucks. Yeah, that's pretty good too. Yeah, uh, I hate it. I hate that word. What? What's cucks? It's shorts for short for cuckolding. Like people who just like to watch. 
Yeah, that's how we're using it now. It used to mean that you didn't have uh, any say in it. It was just happening and you didn't know. Uh, okay. Learn something new every day. Yeah. My least favorite words are Old Town Road right at this moment. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Ray Cyrus, boots and boobies. Yeah. Next question. Andy, what's the worst thing you've ever said? This should be fun. <laughs> to someone or just uh, ever? I'll murder that baby for a hundred dollars. I knew it was gonna yeah, be that. that. Pretty easy, yeah. <laughs> what about you, George? What's the worst thing you've ever said? Worst thing I've ever said. I spread this. I I didn't start the rumor, but I helped spread a really bad rumor about a guy I didn't like in high school. What was the rumor? That he had threesomes with his twin brother and his mom. And people believed it. Oh, a hundred percent. Because apparently there was some kind of truth about him and his twin brother like doing shit together. Huh. Every every rumor is based in some kind of truth. Uh, no. Yep. <laughs> every rumor. That's his story, and he's sticking to it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I'm just kind of going off of what people said, and I was like, oh yeah, I totally heard that once. I've yeah, I've definitely done shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if I necessarily said anything bad toward anybody though. I'm usually a nice person. When I was a kid kid i was like nine yeah maybe um there's this mexican kid that lived in my neighborhood who used to bully me all the time and, is this about uh, to get racist <clears throat> it is it is oh no it absolutely is is it because he was indian i called him a wetback oh uh i didn't know what the word meant go back to india and get back your spices <laughs> he didn't know what the word meant it didn't offend him in the least little bit so the word wet you called him wetback <clears throat> yeah uh because I, I was talking to my, my dad, and I was like, I need a way to insult this kid because he's always saying mean things to me. And your dad gave you this advice? <laughs> oh, my God. Here's a racial slur. Wow. And I, I was just like, all right, I'll get him. Next time he says something, I'll call him that. And then I did, and he was like, what the fuck does that mean? And I was like, I don't know. And he's like, huh. And then he went home and asked his parents, and then they were like, you can't hang out with Justin anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. My mom uh, one time uh, called her gay boss a uh, foo-foo Hitler. He was a gay Jewish man. Huh. Yeah. The more you know. Let's move on. I want to meet your mother. (laughs) Andy, what was the first bad word you ever said? Damn. Yeah. I want to say mine was son of a bitch or bitch. Something like that. Something from a movie because I was copying something from a movie for sure. I'm pretty sure mine was shit. Yeah. Sure. I know I got in trouble one time for saying uh, this sucks, like big crap or something like that on the on the board, because I was in trouble and I, I. That should be your slogan, dude. This sucks big crap. <laughs> and I got in trouble. I went to private school when I was younger, and so this is in third grade, and I got in so much trouble for writing this on the board that she like took a picture. She waited, and my parents had to come and see it. And my parents were like, all right. There's not a single curse word on this. What is the problem? So. I don't understand people that think sucks is like such a bad word or shut up. Like they got like super. Oh, I remember that as a kid. Like people really, really got offended when you said shut up. Yeah. But I guess it's all context, right? Like, rude. I mean, what other context is there for shut up? Like, I mean, you could like, oh, shut up for real, you know? But I mean, I guess you could put a positive spin if you say for real at the yeah. end. But... Like, oh, shut up. But I mean, you know. But like, there's really shut your fucking face. There's only one way to take <laughs> shut up. Yeah. But it's not like it shouldn't offend you. No. I mean, how is it any different saying be quiet? It's ruder. Significantly ruder. But if if all it takes is rudeness to offend you, then you are in the wrong country. Uh, Yeah. Welcome, (laughs) Wasp. 
right. Andy, did you ever get your mouth washed out with soap? Yes. Yeah. Wait, what now? Did you ever get your mouth washed out with soap? No, I've only seen that in movies. Like, especially the Christmas story. That's the only time I've ever seen that. I did. Yeah. I your did. parents did that to you? My mom did yeah. that to me. Why? Because yeah. I said, I think I said, damn. And then they were like, what'd you say? And I said, oh, I said, dang it. And they're like, <laughs> no, you didn't. No, I know what you meant. Get your butt over here. Like, you better not say it again. And then I said it again because I was like chasing my sisters around the pool. And then my mom was like, get out of that pool. And she took me inside and made me eat a bar of soap. I told my mom to go to hell. <laughs> I was seven. <laughs> Do your homework. Go to hell. Wow. <laughs> get in the bathroom now. I don't need to use it. This sucks big crap. <laughs> this sucks big crappy doo-doo. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man. All right. Last question. Andy, if you could make up a word, what would it be and what would it mean? Make up a word? Make up a bad word. A new cuss word. A new cuss Let's word. birth a new cuss word. I don't think I'm smart nor qualified for this. Fint. Fint? P-H-I-N-T. What does it mean? It means... The sweaty mass of nasty flesh that people get around, like the sweaty mass of, of skin debris that people get right at their ass crack. All right. George? Fleam. It's like the same word he said. No, he said... I said fint. Fint. He had a, a, a very positive... Clean all the fint out of your ears. Yeah, well, he's putting a PH on the front of his word, too. Fleam. That's what I said. Fleam. I think I've heard it on Rick and Morty once. I think that's where I'm getting it from. Okay. What does it mean? It means you're an asshole. Andy specifically. Andy, asshole. Yep. Probably got some fint on it. Flugan. We just really like the fl sound. Fint. It, it, it means you're uh, you're so ugly you got a little flame right here. You got, you got, you a, got a little, little flugan? You got a little flint, flint right here. Fint. Fint, fint. fint right here, yeah. Some ass cr- ass crack crumbs on your lips. <laughs> That's what it means. Awesome. Uh, it wouldn't be crumbly. It'd be like cheesy. Uh, you ever seen Queso Fresco? Yeah. It'd be like that. Gross. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for that great question. Whoever wrote that one. <laughs> My wife. All right, guys. Well, that does it. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Mind Fudge Comedy Podcast, all about bad words. If you'd like to find us on online, you can find us at mindfudgecomedy.com. On social media, you can find us as at mindfudgers. For myself, you can find me as at ComicalJC pretty much everywhere. For Andy, at Princess Sophia SU, and that's Sophia with an F. And for George, at George Trips is all social media. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in, guys. Uh, shit, damn, fuck, poop. Bitch, bastard, Bust. ass, twat, cunt. Fucking motherfucking dumb shit, cocksucking. Fint! Flint, fleeing, poop. Flugan. Flugan. Balls! Hoo-ha, shitty balls. Bye.